What's good, Laker Nation? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. Welcome to the show, and shout out to my brother, Daryl, a.k.a. D-Wright. Appreciate you letting me use this song for my intro music, man. It, the song is called Riding With Me. Go check it out on Spotify. It's a great one. It's called Riding With Me by D-Wright on Spotify. What's going on, man? What's good? Not much, man. You ready to get this started, man? What's, what's, good, what's good, everybody? It's Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. We've got a very special guest. i got Kevin. What's going on, Kevin? What's good with you, my guy? How are you? And I thank you for having me on, man. I appreciate it. You're welcome, man. Uh, we're going to dive into some NBA Finals preview and some Laker talk. So, Kevin, give me your prediction of the NBA Finals, and do you think I'm crazy for saying Golden State can sweep Toronto? Not at all. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm kind of thinking the same way. I'm kind of leaning on that and possibly the Raptors getting one game. But besides that, I mean, honestly, just because the Warriors don't have Kevin Durant, but I still think they play better without KD. I think just not just because they move the ball a lot more. And, you know, KD, even though he's a great ISO player, you know, it sticks. The ball sticks. So it's kind of easier to guard him in a sense. But yeah, honestly, just how the matchup is, you know, I think Steph Curry, obviously better than Kyle Lowry. Klay Thompson, obviously way better than Danny Green. Um, Kawhi will probably dominate his matchup. But, you know, the Warriors are just elite defensively. So it's like I don't know what the Raptors are going to do, but I think a key thing that the Raptors do have that they can possibly do or ha- that they possess that they can possibly keep themselves in this matchup is their length. They have a lot of length that can distract Golden State shooters. So. But, yeah, man, I don't think you're crazy for saying this. it could be a sweep. I think, honestly, it might end up well just being a sweep. Yeah, they do got guys that can defend the ball. Siakam on a no- is on. Do you know if Anunoby's coming back? Uh, he on Anunoby? No, nah, I don't think so. I don't know what happened to him. He was supposed to come back, I think, versus the 76ers. But I guess something. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, so. I don't but know. It's, uh, it's for me. I got, I got – here's the thing, though, about going State. Everybody's saying, oh, Kawhi Leonard is beasting and stuff. They're, they're going to trap him. They're going to trap him, have him pass out to Siakam or, oh, yeah. or Van Vliet, Danny Green, Mark Gasol, yeah. Serge Ibaka. So Kevin Durant might – not Kevin Durant. Kawhi Leonard may get exposed. I know he's great, but Golden State knows how to figure players out early and quick because they have champion experience. Toronto has no champion experience, but they got guys that were in the finals, Danny Green, Serge Ibaka, and Kawhi. So they can teach these young guys – know how to overcome but I just feel like the, the stage is too high for Toronto what are your thoughts do you think it's the stage is too high for Toronto yeah man I'm not even gonna lie to you I think exactly what you said they're gonna double team them kind of like they did with Damian Lillard in the last series they're gonna make other players beat them so if the Raptors do want to get some type of wins throughout this uh last round then they're gonna have to get a lot of production from Danny Green who's been playing terribly and he's still starting for them they're gonna get produ- they're gonna have to get production out of Siakam who's been playing pretty good and then, you know, Marcus Gasol is going to have to play better, even though he's been playing decent. So, yeah, they're going to get the – they're going to force the ball to Kawhi's hands because they know they can't guard him, you know, one-on-one. Nobody really can right now. Yeah, no one can guard him one-on-one right now. But it's going to be crazy playoffs. And that's the other thing, too. Kevin Durant might still come back. He traveled with the team, and that's a great sign. Usually if you're injured, you don't travel with the team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. So well, I, if I, I would not be surprised if he plays game two. And Boogie Cousins is healthy enough to play. So if, DeMar- if DeMarcus Cousins comes back and Kevin, let's say they don't come back for game one. And if they come back for game two, the series is over. The series is over. That, that's an all-star team. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. The series, easily. 
Warriors will get rid of them fast. Not even a competition. Yeah. The games will be close, but you know, it's just how the Blazers were. You know, the Blazers were up like damn near 14 points every third quarter in the series, choked it, and then the Warriors did what they do. So, you know, experience matters. I don't think people don't really. I don't think people really put a lot of into that, but experience does matter. When you, especially when you get to the finals, you know the stage. You know, <laughs> Toronto is a very good uh, home crowd. Their fans always show up. So, I mean, but that's not going to rattle Steph and Clay and them boys. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Kevin. And also, this could be the year uh, Stephen Curry gets that MVP, man, finals MVP. Do you think he could get oh, the yeah. finals MVP, or do you think, like, Klay uh, Thompson can steal his spotlight? Honestly, I think, you know, if they win it this year, they got to give it to Steph. Because I feel like, you know, even the year that Iguodala won it, Steph did high-key deserve it. Um, and then who else won it? KD. Yeah, KD deserved it last year for sure. But I think Steph did deserve the one that Iguodala got. I think they kind of robbed him for it. So I think, you know, more than likely, I think, honestly, he's thinking about that. I feel like, honestly, he feels like he's been snubbed from it, like deep down in his head personally. I think, you know, he really wants that. So I think he's going to show out and put on a show in this final So. Yeah, I think that that will happen. Yeah, I know Stephen Curry's going to ball. But that's the crazy thing. Remember, he was struggling a little bit in the first round against the Clippers? Or was it – no, it was against Houston. It was again. I remember mm-hmm. he was struggling shooting. And I was like, Stephen Curry is going to make a couple shots in the next game and then bounce back. And that's what he did. It just takes players like – I, like, I played basketball in high school, but I never played in the NBA. Like, I was a decent player, but sometimes you have to find your rhythm in the game. You know what I mean? For sure, yeah. You got to find your footing. Yeah, you gotta know, you gotta know what your spots are, where to shoot from, where you're most comfortable. Little stuff like that. Yeah, because it's like like this that this team man could struggle in the first first two quarters, come out in the third. Like let's say if Toronto's up 15, um, mm-hmm. Toronto may not know how to close them out because they go on runs because that's what uh, for every time Portland would be up, like you said earlier, every time Portland would be at 15. Golden State would just yep. go on a run, and you see the Blazers turn the ball over, turn the ball over, miss bad plays, uh, not getting back on defense. So it's like the Warriors are going to take advantage of Toronto. So it's going to be a great finals. I got the Warriors winning in four. I'm still sticking to that, man. Like, I'm every. Yeah. I went on the Stephen A. Smith show, and I said that yes. the Warriors are going to sweep them. And then the dude was like, I agree with you, but I also think that Toronto's going to at least win one game or two. So it's like, yeah. and that's crazy though. Like, are you? What, what's your favorite NBA team? Um, it's funny because I don't really have a team. Uh-huh. I grew up a Lakers fan because I'm from I'm from the area. But honestly, I I was a Chicago Bulls fan. I was a Derrick Rose fan. But now I'm just a Jimmy Butler fan. I go wherever he goes. If he ends up being the Lakers, then so be it. You know, stuff always comes full circle for me. So I wouldn't mind if he ends up joining the Lakers. But you know, it's up in the air right now, obviously. So, uh, you know, well, I just. Yeah, man. Speaking of the Lakers, man, um, did you? What's your thoughts about all that um, drama that the media likes to make the Lakers look bad? Lakers, everybody's saying Lakers look bad. I know Magic stepped down, and in my opinion, he should have hit up Rob Palenka and talked to him like an OG on the side instead of going to ESPN. What is your thoughts about all that uh, media attention that they're giving the Lakers? Honestly, I feel like just because it's the Lakers that is getting blown out of proportion. You feel me, like? I think, you know, if this is any other team, because, you know, all a lot of teams in the NBA, a lot of teams in sports period, sports franchises go through this type of stuff. It just is blown out of proportion because it's the Lakers. We're talking about one of the greatest sports franchises in the world, like, you know, second to none, first class organization. And you have the greatest player on the planet, 
easily right now. And it's just like, you know, it's not, I don't think it's as much dysfunction as like the ESPNs and the, you know, Fox sports are making out to be, but I mean, there is some dysfunction. I just think, you know, communication could heal all that simply. And, you know, just Jenny Buss just listening to the right people, like Magic said. And yeah, I do think Magic was wrong for that. I think he was wrong how he stepped down for sure. But I think it was good that he went on first take and expressed himself so everybody can see how he was feeling and what was really going on. And he gave us a lot of information, like who the Lakers are trying to pursue this summer and just a whole lot of different things. So, but like I said, I think I'm, I'm mad at Magic for that. Or I'm not mad at him for that, but like it kind of, you know, rubbed me the wrong way how he did it because he just kind of like left them. But, you know, I don't blame him either. Your happiness got to come first. You know, you got to put yourself before, you know, certain situations sometimes. But I'm not really mad at him like that. Yeah, first, when he went on first take and started talking about Magic or Rob Palinka talking behind his back and all that stuff, I'm like, come on, man. If you really, yeah, yeah. if you really think that, man, like let, like let's say you're talking behind, like we get, we're we do business together, and you're talking behind my back. I'm like, hey, Kevin, is that true? People are saying you're talking about me. What's the deal? Do you have an issue with me? I would say it to your face and go behind. Like I don't know, I'm just that type of person. Like if I have an issue, I sell it right there. You know what I mean? That's why I think yeah. Magic should have done, man, and throwing that dirty laundry out like that. Come on. If you had, okay, here's this. Everybody says he expressed his opinion. If you really felt that way, you should have went to Jeannie's office and talked. Her door was her door. Players, you know what I mean. I heard her on a podcast say her door is always open to players. So, Magic should have been man enough to walk in Jeannie's door and talk talk it out and say what that going on. Because he's he, he said today on ESPN, Lakers need to stay out the news. The last two times Magic Johnson's been on the on first take at ESPN twice, and every time he's on, there's a story that's coming out. Yeah, so that's it's, a fact. so it's like mag, Magic. Be quiet. Shut the hell up. Stay, <laughs> stay in your lane. Like LeVar said, stay in your lane and come back when we need you to come back. Like if you want it, we need free agents, come through. But until then, stay away from the Lakers. Yeah, yeah honestly. Go ahead. No, man. go ahead. No, I was going to say, I feel like the light, Magic Johnson kind of like, oh, my God, here we go with the more bullshit about the Lakers or more fake drama. You know what? I'm turning off freaking – TV bullshit, but anyway, yeah, like I was saying, I just feel like Magic Johnson should have been more like if he's all that, if he's like that OG, he says he is. You know how some OGs confront you to your face about something? Like, I feel like Magic, yeah, Johnson, I feel like Magic Johnson did that. Talked to up yeah. that man. It's like, come on, bro, and you said Genie um, Buss is listening to the wrong people. It's like, it's like, come on, man, if you really think that, speak up, speak up. Don't just hide from the situation. Talk about it to their face. Don't run and hide. Especially when you consider her your sister. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna, that's what I'm gonna say, man. Like if like if you think like if you're family and you because Magic Johnson was brought up through Jerry Buss and like family. If you think that's your sister, talk it out. And but I feel like it. You know what? My friend Chad, shout out to Chad. He says Magic Johnson's ego has gotten away. And it, like, yeah, he, but I think, I think another thing though. I ain't gonna lie to you. I think they should get rid of Palenka. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think Palenka is, you know, you know. I see Stephen A. every day saying he has a bad rep around the league. I don't think that's really the most important thing, but I just think like they kind of forced him into that position. You know, I think they just kind of gave him that position just to keep Kobe around, even though you know, you know, Kobe is Kobe. He, he's always going to be around, but I think you know, I don't think Palenka was ever the right dude for the job. And it's no offense to him because I know, you know, he's done a pretty decent job. I can't say he's done absolutely terrible because you got to look at you know, these other terrible teams out there and their GM situation. But 
you know, he's just, he shouldn't have let happen. Like, and he should have talked to Magic. I just feel like it's just so much. It's crazy because all these people are adults. We're all adults, right? And nobody knows how to communicate, especially when it comes to business. You should be able to know how to communicate. And when you're talking about the Lakers, the Los Angeles Lakers, such a story franchise, historic franchise, y'all got to be able to communicate and work this out because you already know, like, like it's happening. You already know if this blows up, it's going to be everywhere and everybody's going to be talking about it just like you and I are right now. Yeah, man, I just feel like uh, the media likes to create fake storylines, man, because we haven't heard from Jeannie Bush. She hasn't said anything. Oh, yeah, any, for sure. Anything, man, like not one word. And until she's like, I'm not believing anything, until it comes from her mouth, like if she says that stuff is true or not, like if she denies it, I know, like she's going to deny it. I have a feeling she's going to come out very soon and talk because I don't know, I just feel like she needs to, but if she doesn't, it's cool. It's understandable. You know what I mean? She's running the yeah. business. She's running the Lakers. And I, like everybody says, I'm crazy for trusting the front office. We gotta give them a chance, man. Because here's the thing: we shouldn't be giving. We shouldn't be mad at the front office. Like, like, let me give you a perfect example. We have LeBron James, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, the fourth pick, cap space. We have we have a team to focus yeah. on. To, so once we start winning, man, I'm telling you, once we start winning, everybody's not gonna be talking about us. And here's the thing: for me. I'm not going to criticize the front office because until, like, let's say we strike out this year, next year, and don't win a championship with LeBron, then that's when I have my concerns about the front office. But until then, let's give him a chance. Yeah, and, and see, that's the thing right there. You just said it at first. Jalen Rose said it himself, and I thought, like, it's the perfect point. He said, everybody's talking about all this front office stuff, but let's not forget the fact that the Lakers have a team. They're going to be good next year. They're going to be better than what they were this year. Literally, all this stuff is sparked from – Christmas Day when LeBron got hurt. That's the main sort. That's when all of this started to happen, right? He gets hurt, sits out for what, 18, 17 games, something like that. The Lakers go from what, fourth in the West or third in the West all the way down to like eight or nine. Yeah. And then it's ugly from there. But it's like, you know, injuries, you can't stop injuries. Even though LeBron is like a robot, he rarely gets hurt, but it happens. It's, it's sports. It's part of, sadly, it's part of sports. But you know, I think, like, you know, it's not as bad as people are saying. Like, free agents still want to come. Like, I know you've seen the video of Kyrie Irving out here. Kyrie never comes to L.A. in the summer. He stays far away from L.A. in the summer. Matter of fact, he rarely comes out here. You know, you still – you can entertain Jimmy Butler, like I said. You can still entertain Kawhi. Um, and we'll get into some other things. But I got one question for you, though, is what do you think y'all should do with that fourth pick? Trade it. Get rid of yeah, it. that's what I'm – Trade it for AD. Just try to get a player you can, man. I think I got a better proposition for you. What's up? I think I think they should trade the pick for Bradley Beal. But explain why. Bradley Beal is – because I know a lot of people out there – I don't know if you're one of these people, but I know a lot of people out there, Laker fans, they want Klay Thompson, right? I don't know if you're one of those people or not. So, to me, you know, Bradley Beal is the same age as Kyle Kuzma – one, two, he's literally, I won't say he's as good of a shooter as Klay Thompson, but he can shoot damn near as close as Klay Thompson and better than Klay Thompson. Not saying he is better, but even better than Klay Thompson, he can create his own shot. Mm -hmm. And LeBron thrives around players like that. Because obviously when he had Kyrie Irving, when he had D-Wade, he let them hoop. And with Klay, you know, a lot of people want him. Like I see Stephen A saying he needs to go to Lakers, but I don't know, Klay does not know how to create his own shot. Like, I don't think people understand that. Like, real basketball heads can tell you that Clay gets a lot of his points off running off screens and just being such a great shooter. He does not know how to create his own shot. LeBron, 
let's face the fact, LeBron is getting older. As we all love him and, you know, cherish him and whatever the case may be, we all know LeBron is getting older. He's not going to be able to just – I mean, I know he can. He still has it. He's not lost a step like that yet. He probably still has a good, you know, five, six years left in him, but probably more than that. But he's going to need somebody to defer to. You know, he could trust Kuzma sometimes at point um, throughout points in the season. So once in a while, he can get some production out of Brandon Ingram. He's starting to get a little more production out of uh, Lonzo, but I think Bradley Bill is the one. And and not, and more than that, he can be a big-time future player for the Lakers because he's really an intriguing piece. And I think pe- people and players out there want to play with Bradley Bill. And I just think like, he would be the perfect fit. He fit in so well that people don't even understand. Bradley Bill, you know, they lost John Wall uh, to the Achilles early in the season. Even though they didn't have the best season out in uh, the nation's capital in D.C., he still averaged 25, I believe, 26. So it's like I think he can honestly come to the Lakers system. I mean, I haven't seen Vogel coach. I don't know what he's going to – I don't know what type of offense he's going to run, but I think he fit in perfectly. Yeah, I agree to a certain extent, but Bradley Beal is, to me, not worth the fourth pick. You don't think so? Nah, I just feel like you can get more value fourth pick for AD. Would you, if you're the Lakers, would you trade the fourth pick and the young assets for AD, or get the pick and develop the young core with LeBron, or develop the whoever we draft with LeBron? See, see, the thing is with me though, this draft class is not that strong. Mm-hmm. Outside of maybe there, there will probably be from this draft, there will probably be about six, maybe seven players that have long careers, like. A lot of people, I don't know why, but people are saying draft DeAndre Hunter. He's the next Kawhi Leonard. That is a false statement. False statement. DeAndre Hunter, I like him. Don't get it twisted. He was a really good college player at Virginia. He's not anything close to Kawhi Leonard. He might be good elite defensively. That's yet to be seen. Obviously, he hasn't played a game yet. But if you're comparing him to Kawhi Leonard, he has zero of the ability offensively that Kawhi has. And then – you know, me personally, if they do keep the pick, I like three players. Cam Reddish, who a lot of people are saying is bad, but really he has all the talent in the world. He just didn't want to go to Duke to be a third option because he could have been a number one option at any school in America. Bobo, even though that's kind of a risk because he's injury prone, he's kind of skinny. It's hard for him to put some weight on, but he is an elite shot blocker and the Lakers haven't had a really good big in a while. And then my third is a sleeper that I think people need to wake up on. He goes by the name of Kevin Porter Jr. He's from Seattle. I'm pretty sure you've heard of him. USC, he played right? his freshman year at uh, – yep. Um, dealt with a lot of injuries – or he not injuries. He dealt with a lot of off-the-court issues, but, you know, he's just one of them players that college wasn't really for him. You feel me? I think he would have been better going overseas like RJ Hampton or, you know, just taking another route, maybe even sitting out a year. But he has all the talent in the world. He loves basketball. He's a really good, intriguing piece too, but – you know, and that's only if they decide to keep the keep the pick. Me personally, I would trade it easily. Yeah, I would trade it too, man. Because I feel like because the Lakers can't develop young, they can't develop young talent. I don't want them to waste the fourth pick on somebody that might not pan out. You know what I mean? They need to invest yeah. it. May, maybe move, maybe move down, get more picks. You know what I mean? Like maybe that fourth pick is not going to stay there. But if the Lakers trade down, maybe trade the trade with the. There's rumors going on in Chicago. Want Lonzo, the fourth pick going to Chicago with Lonzo. We get the seventh pick, we get some players, and we package a seventh pick for Anthony Davis. Like it's like crazy. 
So it's like I agree with you to a certain extent, but Bradley Bill is a little bit too pricey because his contract is a five-year, $128 million contract, I believe. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, he's so young. He, he's the same age as Kuzma, and he's already – and, and he he's, doesn't deal with injuries like that. But another question I got for you is who realistically – because, you know, sometimes I love Laker fans, but sometimes they'd be overdramatic in who they're going to get throughout the offseason every year. Who do you think you guys get? Because I got two players that I'll let you explain first. But who do you think you guys will realistically get to pair with LeBron, all-star-wise? Uh, I got Kyrie. Kyrie, because I feel like Kyrie and LeBron have a good relationship. Like you said, he was in L.A. He's never in L.A. in the offseason. So it makes sense. And Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard and LeBron and Kyrie. That's that's championship easy. That that's it. That's that's the throwing Golden State's chances. With that, with, yeah. with them three, the big three, Kyrie, Kawhi, and LeBron, that's a championship right there. Where do you? Who do you have? Your two free agents. I got one, Kyrie. Like you said, and I think honestly, man, as much as I want Jimmy Butler to stay in Philadelphia because I think they're building a championship caliber team because they got all the pieces up there. I think Jimmy wants to come and play for LA. I'm seeing a lot of reporters saying that, you know, he'd be intrigued if they gave him a max offer. But, I mean, at the same time, he, he doesn't really – he likes LeBron. He respects LeBron. But I think he'd rather play with him. With Kawhi – I mean, rather play against him, excuse me. With Kawhi, I think – I don't know. I think Kawhi really wants to go to the Clippers. For some reason, I think the Clippers, as much as I hate to say it, they're just in better shape than the Lakers um, as of right now. And then their front office and their head coaches are just better, if you ask me. They got – the legendary Jerry West on their side. They got a Hall of Fame coach in Doc Rivers. They got a really good young core around them with Shai Gildas-Alexander. You got Lou Williams. You got Danilo Gallinari. You got Montrez Harrell. And I think Kawhi is really intrigued by that. I mean, if he does, you know, I heard LeBron has been talking to Kawhi. That would be a tandem that I don't think anybody can mess with. But me personally, how I look at it is like, think about all 16 of the Lakers rings, right? All of them have one thing in common. They've always had a dominant wing player, in a dominant post player. So they got to get AD if you ask me, right? Because you had you had Magic Kareem. You got Kobe Shaq. Who's the next one? LeBron and AD. So, yeah. you know, you got to go all in for AD like they did, you know, but it just fell through. So that's how I look at it. But I think Kyrie and Jimmy Butler are the most realistic options as of right now. Well, so uh, you, you, there, is there, there's a 0% chance about Cam Durant, though? Like, you never know, man. It's, it's the NBA. Like, there's, do you think even the Lakers crossed his mind? Do you think he's – where do you think Cam Durant's going to go? Oh, yeah, no, for sure. The Lakers – no, don't get it twisted. The Lakers are definitely on his list. I think KD has a list of a couple teams, right, all, you know, top-of-the-line markets, L.A., both the L.A. teams. And I think Golden, staying in Golden State is an option, sadly. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of people were saying the Knicks, and I think, you know, the Knicks are definitely intriguing. I think he will end up in New York. As crazy as it sounds, you know, Knicks fans are optimistic and naive a lot. <laughs> but, you know, the Knicks have everything you can really ask for because the, obviously you're playing in one of the greatest arenas of all time, historic, the Garden, undefeated, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have a good coach in David Fisdale. You have a good GM in Scott Perry. Um, you know, the owner, James Dolan, nobody really likes him, but he stays out the way. He's not as involved as, say, a Jenny Buss. And then you have another free – you have another uh, contract that you can give out to an all-star. And I think, you know, another another player that nobody's really talking about that's a free agent this summer, Kemba Walker. Yeah. 
I don't know why people aren't talking about him. I think Kemba, as much as he loves Charlotte, as long as he's been there, you know, I think he's tired of not being in the playoffs. I think he hates watching the playoffs from his couch. I think he's, you know, he's from New York. He's put on a lot of historic performances in the garden going back to his UConn days. I think it's only right if you ask me, but, you know, that remains to be seen. But honestly, I don't like, I don't know why people aren't thinking about it more. Like, I think it's obvious if you ask me. Yeah. You know, I think they're just focused on Kyrie and the big free agents. Once the free agent settles, then you're going to see Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker would, 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 if we strike, if we don't get Kyrie, I think we should go get Kemba, Kemba and Lonzo in the backcourt. Yeah. That'd be kind of interesting, but we, we'll see what we have there, man. But, uh, got another topic we want to talk about. Uh, Clay Thompson, do you think everybody thinks he's staying in Golden State? Do you, is there a percent chance? What's the percent of chance that, uh, Clay Thompson leaves that leaves Golden State. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'd say it's fifty fifty, and I'll explain it because you know he's from out here. His dad is a Laker legend, kind of, and Michael Thompson. His dad still, I think he still broadcasts Laker games. Matter of fact, for yeah, some the, the radio, the ESPN seven ten, ESPN LA. Yeah, yeah, Michael Thompson, and then he went to Rancho Santa Margarita High School, which is you know pretty much LA. Um, he loves the area. You know, everybody loves L.A., first and foremost. It's L.A. It's one of a kind city. But I think with Clay, I think, you know, him getting snubbed – I won't even say snubbed because I don't think that's the right word. Cheated. I think him missing – yeah, I think – no, I don't think it's cheated because it's a lot of – all the players on there, I'm not going to lie, I think deserve the All-NBA team. But I think he, him missing – go ahead. Did James – was James Harden on that list or – Yeah, he was first team. Do you think he's worth that first team all? Is it so? Who's first team all? De- first team all defense? Then was if he's on that oh, list, man. Defense. I'm talking yeah. about just all that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I think Clay, because you know, if you make that, sorry about that noise. No, you're but good. if you if you make the All NBA team now, they have this thing called the Veterans or the Designated Veterans Contract, where if you make uh-huh. the, or if you make the um All Star or the All NBA team for you know two out of the past three seasons. Then you get a uh, thirty up to thirty five percent luxury or salary cap of your team's contracts, right? So I think Clay missed out on that, or he did miss out on that. That's a fact, and so I think he's mad at that because they're not going to be able to offer him a, a a max contract out the gate. He's going to have to wait and then explore his options. So I think, like I said, the Lakers are intriguing. He loves it here. He's from here. I'm pretty sure you know. Like honestly, how I look at it is every dynasty comes crashing and burning every good dynasty has crashed and burned except for like maybe a couple I think the Warriors are going to split I don't think it's going to be as ugly as people make it out to scene because you know they're going to win a ring this year like we just talked about they're going to get through that and I think you know it's just right that they all go their their separate ways how I look at it Steph is always going to be up there I think Steph will play all his days in the Golden State jersey but I think Clay really wants to leave and I think he's tired of not being appreciated because he had it he probably for that team He's probably had to sacrifice the most, if we think about it, like, honestly, because when he was there with just him and Steph, he was taking as much shots as he would or could, at, you know, and then, you know, with, you know, the additions of KD and Boogie and a couple other players, you know, he doesn't really get the same amount of love, even though, you know, right now he is because KD got hurt. But, you know, like I said, I think it's 50-50 if Clay comes to the Lakers. It remains to be seen, obviously. We're we're only about a month away from free agency now, so it's gonna get interesting for sure. Yeah, it's gonna get very interesting, man. And I'm I don't like I don't believe like if there's rumors every day, so I'm not gonna believe anything until it's signing on dotted line, man. Because there could yeah. be a story tomorrow. Lakers favorite to get Kevin Durant. He changes his mind. He wants to be a Laker. 
next week. Yeah. So I just don't believe anything you read, man. But thanks. Thank you, Kevin, for coming on the Big Baby Johnson Sports Podcast Show. Go ahead and give out your uh, social media platform so they can follow you and listen to you. All right, man. All my social media is Kevo Bands. That's K E V O O Bands. It's spelled B A N D Z Z. Um, if you guys like basketball or just all things basketball, my podcast is the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast. Once again, that is K E V O O B A N D Z Z. And I appreciate you, Big Baby, for having me on, man. I thank you a lot for this. All right. No problem, bro. Talk to you soon. Yep. Have a good one. You too.